Hello, football faithful, and welcome to the 17th episode of the Double Doing Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg at Eagles Talk underscore on Twitter. I am joined by my co-host Eric Warner at Bears underscore um, on Twitter as well. And thank you for joining us for the 17th episode. Make sure to subscribe and rate us um, on any on whatever plat- uh, podcast platform you listen to us on. We are officially live on all platforms. Um, as of last week, I believe we added a couple of platforms on, so we're live on all platforms. Make sure to give us a, a rating and subscription. Um, Mr. Eric Warner, um, the, the conference championship is officially done. We got our Super Bowl matchup. Um, how was your opinions on these games? I thought they were kind of a little underwhelming. Um, yeah. it was, a, especially the, the night game. I thought it was a little disappointing after all we had, we had great football up until this, uh, a couple, couple blowouts. So, uh, I was a little underwhelmed, but what, what'd you think about it? Yeah. Uh, underwhelming is yeah. a good word to use, but I do think, I think it was for the greater good because I think this is the best Super Bowl matchup we could have gotten yeah. from the final four. And I mean that Chiefs offense looks like they're firing on all cylinders. That San Francisco defense is elite. Yeah. I I can't wait to watch that uh, that matchup. And yeah, fortunately we gotta wait two weeks. It yeah, always hurts, but it always hurts yeah. that bye week. But it's like it's I, worth it in the long. I run. was I was uh, I was kind of reminiscing on that Eagles 2017 run last night. And I was I was remembering that that two week. A two-week gap, man. For if, like if you're a Chiefs fan or a 49ers yeah. fan, it sucks. Like you're waiting that long for the next game. But let's jump right into it. I want to. I will start at. Uh, we'll start at Arrowhead. Um, the early game, the Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Tennessee Titans 35-24. Um, I think. I think we got to start with the Patrick Mahomes. Um, he completely took over this game. Um, the Chiefs were down 17-7. I believe it was like halfway through the second quarter. Um, it was pretty late, right? Halfway through the second quarter, they were actually down more points at that time period than they were against the Texans. Mm-hmm. So they were down by more points. I think it was like they were down by 10 points with like the six-minute mark in the second quarter. Right. They weren't down by that much in the Texans game at the second quarter. So they, yeah. so they, had, to, they had to come back more um, in, in that second quarter. Um, and Mahomes put the team on his back. What can you say? 23-35 for 294 yards and three touchdowns. Um, also, that, that, that run, he led the team in rushing with eight carries and 53 yards. Um Man, Eric, he's special. He he put on he put on quite the game. Um, yeah. it, it, one of those one of those the weapons mm-hmm. like the weapons on that team were just there. Were, people were running open, yeah. and uh, that was, the one the one question mark you would have about the Chiefs going forward would probably be the slow starts. That mm-hmm. is two games in a row now they started slow, but again last last week against Houston after they got their act in gear. They got they scored seven touchdowns on seven consecutive red yeah. zone trips. This year it wasn't as efficient, but it was just a measly five for seven, I think it was, on mm-hmm. their so once they got in gear, they were just putting up points and it was touchdowns. That's yeah. that's what they do. They get the ball in the end zone and you what else, what else can you do? Yeah, I that mean, was that was the Tennessee Titans' first field goal in like nine games. Yeah, they kicked to make it seventeen. Rabel had yeah. an outstanding start to the game. And yeah, um, and then something happened with the, the Titans' game plan and yeah, I don't I remember know. we texted each other right away yeah. on the first drive of that game where. The Titans went for it on fourth and one around midfield, and yeah. we both were like, the "Great call!" Yeah, we're like, "That was just, that was smart." Yeah, he learned from Bill. O'Brien. Maybe if he didn't have Bill O'Brien last game or whatever, maybe yeah. he. I wonder if he plays that differently. But 
he went for it. They got it. And um, it was without a doubt the right call. Yeah, yeah. And and um and then they when they made it seventeen seven, I kind of had in my mind. I'm like, oh, like they, they, they they needed seven there. Yeah, they, they had, that that was important to go up twenty one to seven. Um, yeah. Before we jump back on Chiefs, you you I, I, you brought up the variable, so I kind of want to I kind of want to hammer away on that uh, on the Titans side. I, I don't know the game plan was off to me the entire game, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Like Vrabel's a defensive guy, um, of course the linebacker mm-hmm. for the for the Patriots um, during those uh, early thousand runs. So he knows playoff defense, and I don't know what they ran. They rushed three guys. Like they they had eight in coverage, and they had three rushing mm-hmm. majority yeah. of the game, and it didn't work. Like it yeah. didn't. It wasn't working. I they they didn't they didn't uh, they didn't make any adjustments, and mm-hmm. it was tough to watch. I was I, yeah. I was screaming for like a blitz or something. Mahomes was able to kind of pick him apart, and he would rush out of the pocket. The, the the speed on the outside for the Chiefs was able to kind of get open eventually. Yeah, no, I think that's. I think Vrabel's approach was he was so worried about the speed that he over he might have over adjusted to that yeah. with defensive backs. Um, they did shut down um, Tyreek Hill kind of other for that one big other than that one big touchdown. Catch well, yeah, he yeah, had, he had two. Long, he had the two touchdowns. He didn't beat them like long all no. game, which is what I think they were worried about. And yeah. um, they even actually. What something else that I was really worried about was I thought Travis Kelsey was going to dominate this yeah. game. If I was a Titans fan, I'd be, how are we going to stop Kelsey and Hill? And they kind of they did shut those guys down mm-hmm. for the most part. They didn't combine. They only had ninety seven um, receiving yards, uh, but they still, like you said, with the th- rushing three guys, Mahomes had all day back there, mm-hmm. and he. He sliced them apart. Yeah, he... it was it was tough to watch. Like, it, like I didn't I didn't get I didn't get the game plan on the defensive side of the ball. Um, like you make a great point. Like they 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 had those guys contained. It was like 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 the second receiver, Sammy Watkins, throwing up one hundred fourteen yards. Um, yeah, it was it was weird. It, it was it was not what I was expecting from Vrabel, especially how good of a playoff he's had. Like he was he's been on he's been done a great job coaching. Um, I was a little disappointed there. And like I am on the offensive side of the ball. They they completely did, uh, completely got away from Derrick Henry. Only three carries in in the yeah. second half. Well, they I, fell know, I know they were they behind, but, but still, like you, that you were living and dying through that. There was plenty of time left, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, with what, that being said, though, I actually I think we need to give some credit to the Chiefs' defense because yep. they did a great job on Henry. Yeah, and it was almost they were daring Tannehill to throw the ball, mm-hmm. and he. Kind of struggled. I mean, he was twenty-one to thirty-one, two hundred nine yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, some some of that came in garbage time. Yeah. Um, but they the Chiefs did a good job slowing down yes. Derrick Henry. You got to give credit to Steve Spagnuolo, man. He's completely turned that defense around. What since the tight since they lost to that t- Tennessee Titans, um, I think they gave up like thirty-two points earlier this year. The Chiefs haven't lost since then, so I yeah. think they pulled no, off like defense. eight in a row. And the Chiefs, mm. Chiefs have been a top ten defensive team since then. Um, got to give credit to Spagnuolo. Spagnuolo, of course, was the defensive coordinator in those Giants, um, those dominant Giants defense teams back um, the 07 Super Bowl against the Patriots. Um, so he, you know, he knows playoff defense. He's been there. He's done that. So got to give credit to him. He, he called an he called a perfect game. Like they, they were yeah. uh, they were almost playing goal line defense. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the time, like there was nine in the box, eight in the box, mm-hmm. um, taking away Derek Henry. But yeah, I got to give you make a good. I got to give a shout out to him. Um, Chris Jones was huge too. Like he makes he makes such yeah. a difference. 
um, yeah, on the interior of that D-line. very good. Yeah, so I, I do give credit there. The offense, eh, I think Arthur Smith, um, up the corner of the Titans, that had a kind of a, a weird game plan. He kind of came out firing with Tannehill early. Mm-hmm. That's what he didn't want. He didn't want to make it a Tannehill versus Mahomes game because then you were going to lose. Yeah. Mahomes is better. Yeah. Um, we've, so. we've discussed yeah. it uh, a little bit already, but... It, the decision got even tougher after that game with what the Titans have to do in yeah. this offseason. Um, I can't decide if you want to pay Ryan Tannehill or not. I don't. Derrick Henry, we had um, Dave on last week who brought up the point of 400 touches on Henry this year. Mm-hmm. That's scary yeah, to me. They, they, they fall off the next and year. he's a free agent. Yeah. Tannehill's a free agent. They have some decisions. So Derek Henry will probably get about 14 mil on open market, maybe. Yeah. Like probably. Um, and then Tannehill, 2025. You, you don't pay. You you pay. I think you could pay Henry. I don't mind that decision. Yeah, yeah it, it works there. Yeah. Um, but you, I, I think you got to walk from Tannehill. I think I think you let him. You can't. You can't bring but back. Then, you can't bring, go back to Mariota. Like, I don't know. I think you, I think you look for a draft. You you find another free. I don't. You do something. If you bring back Tannehill's on a one-year tier, you can't send this guy long-term. Um, I, I, what, you're gonna, the Derek Henry Tannehill's, it was a nice story. I, I loved it. It was good for them. But it, it's not It's not happening again. Like, those two aren't. It was lightning <laughs> in a bottle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, not, you're, not winning, no, you're not winning the Super Bowl they, with those. When they were winning at the beginning there, I, I said it kind of had that Team of Destiny type feel to them. Just the way that they were playing. Like, everything was going so yeah. well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they caught lightning in a bottle. Like I, I, yeah. it was, it was just a story. I, I, I just don't see if, if you're the, if you're the owner of the Tennessee Titans, kind of uh, pitching to your fan base. We're gonna, we're gonna be signing both these guys long term. It, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, they, they, they have, they have got, they got a lot of decisions to make. Um, they, they were an interesting team. They, they, uh, they caught, oh, they caught, they caught them, the league yeah. by storm. You know what? They, they helped with the Chiefs. Uh, I want to jump uh, before we jump on the Chiefs. I want to say this: they helped them out big time. They knocked off the Patriots, and then yeah. they knocked off the Ravens. You know, what I mean the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, the, the Chiefs, te- the Texans, and the Titans. That's it. That was the road to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs didn't. Yeah, well, they didn't have to AFC be South. Yeah, teams, exactly. Which I would say is one of the weaker divisions in football yeah. that they had to go through. Um, the Texans even helped the Chiefs out by beating the Bills. I yeah. think the Bills would have been a tougher exactly. game. So the, um, the Chiefs, so the Titans, like solid to them. They had a good run. Um, if you're a Titans fan up there, keep your head high. Don't be, don't be disappointed. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a tough offseason for them. Let's jump back on the Chiefs before we move on to the other game. Um, I, I want to give some praise. I would kind of throw some tidbits around there uh, about the Chiefs. Well, what do you say about Patrick Mahomes? Like the way he's completely turned around this franchise. Um, they, they were snake bitten in the playoffs for like a solid four year run with yeah. Alex Smith. Right? They couldn't get past yeah, the they, division game. They would always choke. Um, they blew that massive. It was an 18-3, 18-3 lead against the Titans. Remember yeah, that division yeah, round? And yeah. um, that that leads me into what I want to say about Andy Reid. Like you got to give him credit too. Um, sticking with the run in that second in the third quarter, they handed it off. They kept mm-hmm. pounding Damian Williams. Damian Williams didn't have a big game. Um, he had seventy cures for only forty five yards, but he was. They were comp- they were pounding him, and they would run the clock off. Yeah. In the, in the, well, that, this is, the thing about um, Mahomes is third and ten is no problem for the guy. Yeah, like, exactly. They, yeah, they it's, it's a great point. Run, it's a great they point. could afford to run the ball, even though it wasn't working, just to control the clock more. Yeah. And then Mahomes would just complete a uh, ten yard pass, yeah. no problem, and move the chains. Yeah. It was something exactly. So, so um, but Andy Reid, like that, that Titans, that uh, Titans game back at him when what it was 2012, 2013, 2014. Um, it was the game Mariota threw it to himself. Yeah, he hit the helmet. Yeah, he yes. caught it. Yeah, um, they had Cream. It was Cream Hunt's rookie year. 
Kareem Hunt was a leading rusher in the NFL. They were up 18-3. He only got three carries in the second half. That was Andy yeah. Reid, that pass happy mind of Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, he, 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 he adjusted to it, and um, uh, kudos to him. Like, he's what, 22 years in the league now? Um, yeah. And for him to be able to kind of switch up his mindset. And, 22 uh, years yeah. and he still doesn't have the big one. How bad, <laughs> yeah, I know. How uh, bad does Andy yeah. Reid want the this The quote one? of the night, he goes, uh, what did you do to celebrate the win? He said, I had a nice cheeseburger in bed, and then I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, props to him. Like, I, yeah, like, there, there, I don't know he's your guy. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, he, he finally he, uh, he had, gets that championship game uh Monkey off his back. He, I think he's now two and five in championship games. Those have always kind of uh, been a been a weight on his uh, legacy, not being able to kind of get to the Super Bowl once he gets to the championship game. But yeah, back to uh, Pat Mahomes. Like him being able to completely switch that franchise around. Like they, that's back to back years now. They've hosted AFC title games. They should have beat the Patriots last year if uh, D Ford stays on side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, they would have been at Super Bowl, and they, they were like you said, they were snake bit in the playoffs when Alex Smith was there. Like they, they couldn't get past. They couldn't get past that division round. That was kind of their ceiling. They, they, the, the organization makes a big, big decision trade up for this guy to Texas Tech, who Texas Tech throws the ball seventy times a game, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like they took a risk, and it, it's completely paid off for them. Um, GM Brett Veach, uh, he's done a terrific job there. The training first round pick for, uh, for, for Frank Clark. Um, to, I think it was a, they trade a first and third, and they got a second back. Really risky mm. trade. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's paid off. Like you know, yeah. the, he's gotten that 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 pass rush guy there for them. Brought in Tyrone Matthew too. Yeah, exactly. Like, great sign. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. He was flying all yeah, over the field. That was that was the best game I've seen him play in a Chiefs uniform. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you, you I don't like, that organization is uh top to bottom stellar this year. They've done a terrific job. Uh, I I just wanted to give them praise and um yeah. and they're exciting. They they built he's built a very fast young exciting team. Um. What do you think, Pat Mahomes? Fast. Yeah, they're exactly. the fastest yeah. team in the league. Yeah, exactly. Both they're... sides of the ball, they have speed. It's yeah, it's crazy. And that's that's a, let's transition to the other game. The other game, the NFC, yeah. the team that the word I would use to describe uh, for the 49ers would be power. So I think we're getting speed versus power in mm-hmm. this Super Bowl, and the 49ers use their power to beat the Packers 37 to 20. Um, they just absolutely ran the ball down their throats. Yeah, uh, Jimmy G threw the ball eight times the whole game. Six for eight, baby. Six for eight. They <laughs> dominated a game, and they threw the ball eight times. It it kind of it reminded me of like a high school football game where one team just has like a really good running back who's better than everyone, and the other team can't even tackle him. Yeah. It's like the kid, it was like a high school yeah, game. Yeah, the kid, the kid like hit puberty before everybody else. <laughs> so just every time he carries the ball, he gets 10 yards. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just what good, it looked the like. The perfect example, yeah. It, was, it, it, it seems like the like you wouldn't be able to tell the Packers were 14-3 and three in the 17 games they played. It was, yeah. it was pretty spectacular. I, that's, that's a great reference. Um and it was Raheem Mostert doing the damage. Yeah. And then he's a 5'11", 173-pound guy. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't it wasn't him. Like, Raheem Mostert, great story. I kind of want to start off there with this guy. I don't know if you kind of take a look at um what he's gone through. So he was an undrafted free agent, and the, the Eagles signed him. Then he was on the Eagles practice squad. Then the Dolphins signed him off the Eagles practice squad. So Dolphins cut him. Then the Ravens cut him. Then the Browns cut him. Then the Jets cut him. Then the Bears cut him. Then the 49ers cut him in 2016, 2017, and 2018 and bring no, him back I mean, for 2019. Yeah. That's spectacular. That's, yeah. that's, that's No, that shows that's him. That is, like, yeah. The work ethic this guy has to 
not give up at any of these points um, like, is remarkable. Yeah, like that's resi- man, that's resilient. Like that's like yeah. never give up your dream kind of thing, man. That's uh, he yeah. Was, he was the he was a track star yeah. in um, college, I believe. He I don't know if he really played football forever um, type yeah. thing because I know he was a really big track star. Yeah, and he's just he had an incredible performance. Four touchdowns, two hundred and twenty yards. But one thing I will – I want to give all the credit personally to that 49ers offensive line. I think Trent Richardson could have rushed for 200 yeah. yards last night. They, there, were, there, was, there was times where, like, the, 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 the he most started the running backs. They weren't getting touched until, like, 10 yards. Yeah, wide. that's what yeah. I mean. It was – it was, and they, they weren't even doing anything fancy. It was just a zone read to yeah. the left, zone read to the right. Zone read to the left, and he just, just run for 10 yards. Yeah. It was – The Depot Samuel, like, the, uh, that Depot Samuel pickup for them – Having him run motion on all of these run plays, like it freaks. Yeah. You can see, like the Packers were standing still. They didn't know what was coming. Um, who was the Mike Pettin? This is yeah. man. It was embarrassing. Like if I was a defensive corner, yeah. it was one of those games where like you're, you you throw out the film. Yeah, like, it, they throw out the game film. It's so embarrassing when the other coach just looks at you and says, "I am going to run this football." Yeah, and you can, still can't, can't stop, stop it. Yeah, like it was. I and, felt second in embarrassment mm, for them. Something else I want to say, I want to give praise to uh, George Kittle because a lot of superstars in that kind of situation, not getting the ball whatsoever, yeah. might not might not block hard every play. He blocked his ass off every single yeah. play mm-hmm. and was a huge factor in that run game as well. Yeah, I think George Kittle, what, he had one catch for 30 yards or something like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, he drew a big one catch for 19 yards. So. Yeah, he drew a big pass interference um, play that yeah. kept the chains going, but he dominated in other ways other than catching the football. He was a run block machine, mm-hmm. and uh, the stats showed it. Yeah, they, they, they the 49ers completely dominated on the line of scrimmage. Um, like I said, I had secondhand embarrassment for the Packers. Like, yeah, um, we have a buddy. Um, we have a buddy that's a big Packers fan. I was kind of going back and forth with him. I felt bad for the dude. Like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to watch. Them, I, yeah. wanna, I, wanna, I wouldn't want to watch my team go through that, man. Like it was bad. Like, the first mm. half was atrocious for them. That was I, I tweeted out. I think that was the worst half of football I've seen a team, like a, a playoff team, play in in a half. Like <sighs> it was twenty seven nothing before they could blink. Um, in the second half, it was too little, too late yeah. for Rodgers. Well, it was just, big... it was dumb mistakes like. Like the kickoff, they dropped, and then they, they start the yeah. five yard line, um, and then like the the fumble. The fl- well, yeah, fumble, what do you yeah. think? Do you think he could have? What do you think about Aaron Rodgers' effort there? I don't know. I maybe he was under strict like, hey, stay out of pile type things. Because yeah. um, we I, saw Mahomes go down with that knee injury, they are in kind of a freak play in a pile this year. So yeah. I wonder if a lot of teams were have told That's their quarterbacks point, yeah. get out of there, but. It's the NFC Championship yeah. game. Even if there was a 1% chance of you getting that football back, you got to jump in there and try to get that. Because yeah. it almost was like he was making a decision body over team there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like his body language for most of the night, actually. Yeah. He, um, I don't want to go this far, but he had almost a little bit of Jay Cutler in him where he yeah. just was, he looked pissed off at everybody. Wasn't he didn't look like he was encouraging anyone on the team. Um it, it looked like he gave up after that yeah. fu- after that fumble, he gave up. It look, he looked a little spooked too out there. Like he looked like the looked like the 49ers passed yeah. up in his head from from, well, he, from the, from the get go. Like, he the, knew they lost a thirty against them earlier in the yeah. year and he it looked like he was just like 
we're not, we're done. Yeah, we like, have no chance. Yeah, I know his body. Like it, you, you. It's. I like how you brought that up. I, I didn't like his body language from the start. I, I was like, I think I said it to my dad too. I'm like, look at it. Like he looks scared. He looks. He doesn't yeah. look himself. He, he's lost that Rogers like fire. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, that's like, 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 yeah exactly. Like, it wasn't there. Um, like Mahomes when that when Patrick Mahomes example here when they were down 24 seven against the Titans, you could see him on the sidelines like yeah, like, he's getting, getting everybody getting, going. Uh, yeah, him and Andy Reid are talking to everyone like yo, we're gonna go out, we're gonna we're gonna score here, keep it, keep uh your eye eye. And but Rogers yeah. is kind of sitting on himself on the sidelines and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was weird and it, and it, it, it disappointed me too because I wanted to see a better game one, um, yeah. but like it was just. Oh, I felt like secondhand embarrassment for them, and it, it sucks. But like, I, I we'll we'll touch on the Packers here going into the offseason uh, before I kind of go back to the 49ers. Um, I don't think the I don't think the Packers are done by any means. I think Rodgers has got another playoff run in them. Um, I do think that they're close. I think you got two. Mm. You can get uh, look. There's six receivers going in this first round of that draft. Um, yeah, and, and any of, number two and, for them. any of those receivers are studs. Like it, it, that should be. That um, should be studs. Yeah, uh, Rodgers another weapon wrong. on the Yeah, outside. exactly. They so, got Jones and Adams, which are two nice pieces. Yeah. But it, if I'm the Packers GM, I I have no idea how I feel about anybody on my defense. Now. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I mean, <laughs> their defense has some pieces you'd think on paper, but after the way that they performed yesterday, I have so I would have so many questions. Yeah. They, and what I, it was it was awful to watch because like. It was there was no adjustments to the yeah, defense. Like, there was nothing. It was straight like this is what we're going to do to you. And like the Packers, they have players on the defense side of the ball, like Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, um, like the Blake yeah. Martinez, high up there, tackle leader um, this season. Jerry Alexander, I love Jerry Alexander. Yeah. I, think he's, I think he's an up and coming uh, star in this league. Amos, uh, they got from yeah, the Bears. Exactly. I like so him. They have players, and I don't know. They, mm. they, I, I put, um, I said they probably need. Well, they probably need two receivers and a couple of D linemen, a couple of big guys, and like I said, they'll, they'll be back. I think I, I wouldn't count them out for next year whatsoever. Um, I think Rodgers has one more kind of run in him. It, it was it was like watch some of the receivers he has. Like the guys are catching the balls, like that Kumaro and like Alan Lazar. Like these are yeah, they, none, him, none him and those, Wentz were throwing to they, practice squad guys all yeah, year. Yeah, they um they really needed one of those group of wide receivers to step up and be, take that number two spot, but. Even like Valdez Scantling, they have yeah, too. Like, none of those guys, yeah. none of those guys took the step forward that they needed to be that real extra threat. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it hurt. It hurt. But. Yeah. So I, I think they'll be back. Um, I, I think like I think all the pieces are in place. The one thing that's tricky though, um, which is proving, um, proving tough is once you pay your quarterback, Rodgers wanted the big money, yeah. right? Like he, he can't be. Can't be uh, yelling at your owner. Get me some weapons. Look, we just gave you thirty-five million dollars. Yeah. Not a lot of room there, right? So they're yeah. gonna have to probably get. They're probably have to get a little. Um, they're gonna have creative. to be, yeah, creative about getting uh, getting another receiver, maybe trade something like that. So, but yeah, they'll be back. I think I I, I don't I don't see. Um, yeah, I'm not looking for great, also, great first year too as a coach. We both kind of agreed to uh, last thing on the Packers was. Uh, they went thirteen and three this year, but it, it somehow wasn't really like an impressive no, thirteen they, and three. It was one of those, it, you know. Um, I, I heard a, it was a great um, comparison. The Dallas Cowboys were eight and eight this year, or nine seven, and they were always like, "How did they lose this game? They, how did they blow it?" The Packers yeah. was like, "How did they win this game?" The other team choked. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were. It was kind of the opposite way. Like the the the, yeah. the similar. I think Pack the Cowboys had a better plus minus than the, the Packers of this year. Like yeah. it was. The Packers, they were not a 14-13. They were a 9-7, 10-6 football team uh, with a couple extra mm. wins there. They weren't in the 49ers' stratosphere. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They, it was they, it was not a 
they weren't even close. The 49ers um, were just way better than them. So, a for them. Let's give let's get some praise there. Kyle yeah. Shanahan, man, what a, the game plan that he that he called. Um, yeah. The run, like the run game. Well, calling like, the, game gets pretty easy when you're ripping off Kyler yeah, as a carry. It was just, it was so such dominance. Mm. He stuck to it and good on him because he, like he, like I said, he gets all the guys on the team to buy in. Like the, none of the wide receivers open their <coughs> mouth. You don't see any complaints. A lot nope. of coaches would probably maybe feel try to force the wide receivers some touches because they literally were not doing anything. Nope. And not one complaint. It looked like it looked like yeah. everybody bought in. And, uh, I mean, those are the fun game to coach. Yeah. Fun he's, games to coach, I would imagine. Yeah, he's got to be the best play caller in the league. Maybe um, maybe Andy Reid there, too. Like, I was kind of doing some research on him. Like He was the offensive coordinator of that Peyton Hillis run offense in Cleveland. Remember right. when Peyton Hillis threw up, like, that 14-yard under yeah, season? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, exactly. So he was he could make he could make any running back, like, look good for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he finds, he gets, he opens up holes on... Um, has a great run game um, coordination, like opens up holes for those running backs. Like the fact that Raheem Mostert, like he had you know, like 190 yards at halftime. Like he was, there was holes all over the field. So I've got to give, got to give praise to him, and it was stellar, um, stellar to watch. Um, and like Jimmy G, eight passes thrown, and he went two quarters without even attempting a pass. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was crazy. Yeah. Um, the offense, the offense absolutely dominated, but. You also, we also got to give some praise to the San Francisco uh, defense. Yeah. They they played amazing too. Um, Aaron Rodgers only had sixty four yards at halftime. Yeah. Uh, in the first half, they completely dominated. Um, we we both agreed that Matt Lafleur kind of did them a favor there when he punted. Yeah. Uh, right around midfield when it was still zero zero. Was that their first drive of the game? <laughs> it was first um, or second. I can't remember. It was the exact yeah. decision that Mike Vrabel had. Yeah. And he went, and he for, went for it. And he got it. And yeah. he got it. Yeah. It was stupid. And I, I, LaFleur punted. Yeah. And it was over after that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the yeah. game was over it after was, that. They, the Four Niners had four plays, four runs, then and then in the end zone right away. Yeah. That punt, like, <laughs> it, was just, it was a dumb decision. Um, I, I didn't get it. I was yelling at my TV, why are you punting? Why are you punting? Like, this is not making any sense. Yeah. Um, like you gotta get, you gotta let Aaron Rodgers go and win the game for you. Like you know what I mean? Like you got you, you got to be aggressive in those situations. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on the floor too much because I think he I think he had a great year. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So um I, I don't want to give him too much blame, but like that was a dumb call. You, you got yeah. you got to go for it there. Um how about Robert Salah, man? How did he not get a, a like an interview? Like, yeah. What a job he did with that defense this year, man. I don't yeah. get how he didn't get any coaching interviews. He was. There was, there was some rumors, but nobody waited. Like yeah. that's, I always wonder about um, wanting to uh, interview coaches <coughs> who are still alive in the playoffs. Mm. I, I wonder, do they turn some down or something? Maybe just because they're focused on winning the Super Bowl type thing. Um, yeah. Well, did they? I wonder why teams rush those. The yeah. other teams rush to hiring head coaches while the season is still going. Yeah, it was. It, it's it's weird. Like Eric Bieniemy. Um, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs and Robert Salah, defensive coordinator for the 49ers. That's like the best offense and best defense. Like those are the guys I usually yeah. get hired, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, I, I, you make a good point there. I think teams do kind of shy away from interviewing uh, uh, teams that are still in. Um, mm-hmm. You, you want to kind of get the, you kind of want to get the ball rolling, get off to an early off season, right? Um, yeah. But it's still Robert Salah. What a job he's done. Um, I yeah. do want to throw this out there. Taking a look at the 49ers and what they've done, um, front office wise. Like starting on the defensive line of the ball, like Eric Armstead, 6'7, 290, 17th overall pick. Nick Bosa, 6'4, second overall pick. 
DeForest Buckner, another 6'7 guy, 295 pounds, 7th overall pick. Solomon Thomas, 280 pounds, 2nd overall pick. They trade for D Ford. He was a first-round pick. Like, that's five first-round picks up in front. That's how you build a team, man. Yeah. Um, and then, like, free agents and trade, like, you bring in Quan Alexander, Richard Sherman, Jimmy G, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, Robbie Gold. Like, those are yeah. like those are all John Lynch right there. He, he's What a job he did in that front office. Yeah, and hiring Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, exactly. Who, yeah, like, everybody was so in love with Sean McVay a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, Oh, he was kind of is Kyle Shanahan now the young coach that everybody's going to try to model yeah. their game plans after. They should. And yeah, it, it, they they went through like three rough stretch where three years where they like had four wins, three wins, two wins yeah. from 2016 to 2018. And um, they stuck with it and it's paid off for them. Like hats off to John, uh, John Lynch. I didn't. The, the hiring was weird. He was like a he was a Fox broadcaster at the time. Yeah, um, he never had any game. sort of yeah. It was kind front of front office experience. Yeah, it was like, out in left field. The hire it was kind of weird, but man, what a hell of a job he's done. Um, so yeah, that that, that that those are the championship games. A little underwhelming, um, in my opinion. Uh, but you know what? This like you, you brought up a great Super matchup. I'm very content with it. Um, but let's talk before we kind of touch on the Super Bowl. Let's go around the NFL. Couple a uh, couple storylines. Kind of a quiet week of storylines compared to last week with all the coaching hirings and whatnot. But um, kind of a big one. Tom Brady apparently is open-minded to playing with another team in 2020. Um, apparently him and Mark Davis were getting a little uh, – catching up a little bit. So they were talking over 20 minutes apparently, according to Source, at the mcgregor uh, cowboy Cerrone fight in Vegas. So uh, what do you think talk, about that? Mark Davis and Tom talked, Brady. <laughs> they talked to each other for lo- longer than that fight. Yeah, exactly. Put exactly. Yeah. yeah. So – I don't know. I I threw that out there a couple weeks ago. I said that I thought Vegas was going to be a dark horse uh, landing spot for Tom Brady. Um, I don't know. I just feel Mark Davis, he spent all that money on that stadium. You kind of are going to want to fill people in there. Um, yeah, like, Tom Brady will get the fans there. Yeah, I I don't I don't see it. I, I don't see him going. To, I don't yeah. see him going to Vegas. I, 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 that would be a very un-Tom Brady like right. move. You know what I mean? But going he also lock. something that is very un-Tom Brady. Like, is he came out and said this year that he wants to be paid as yeah. if he was a top quarterback in the NFL. He has always taken pay cuts for the New England Patriots. It's a lot easier to do that when your wife is also multimillionaire. Yeah. Um, so he has that benefit and he used it. Um, I, 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 it's one of the main things I like about Tom Brady is that he always took that pay cut to make yep. his team better. Mm-hmm. And but apparently for whatever reason, and at age forty three, Tom Brady <laughs> thinks he should get top. What do you say, top ten money? Yeah, he, he wants to be paid like he should. Yeah, like he should have been. I it's one of those things where you got if you're an NFL owner, GM, you got to have to think like yeah. But if he's he, throwing forty forty three year old quarterback is top Bill 10 money, Belichick like, paying a forty three year old quarterback top ten money? No, that's what I think. So. Mm-hmm. It, maybe who knows? Tom Brady does come. They talk him off the ledge, get him on an affordable contract, and try to run it back. And I would not be surprised at all if the Patriots are dominant again. Yeah. It's. I feel like if he, if if you're him and you're you want the best chance to win out of Super Bowl, it's a New England. In my opinion, right? Like that's their best chance to win. Yeah, it's staying. Yeah, plus. he's not going yeah. somewhere else and having a better <laughs> chance. I, I, I don't. I don't see the Vegas thing. It's in, it's interesting. Um, I feel like if he's going anywhere, LA would be the spot. Um, Giselle can kind of. She's a she's a model. All of her friends are probably in California, right? That's where yeah. she probably wants to be. So we'll see. That's definitely going to be a, a, a hot topic um, in the off season. Probably the, the topic of the off season. 
Um, Cincinnati Bengals, absolute zero chance, according to sources, that they will trade the pick. Looks like Joe Burrow's a Bengal. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the right they kind of had to say this. I guess yeah. they were going to be asked this question, but yeah. um, that's obvious. They need to pretty much restart from the ground up. Yeah. And Joe Burrow looks like a really good place to start. Yeah, he's Cincinnati, Cincinnati, or Ohio kid. I think he's born yeah. like two hours outside of Cincinnati. It was crazy before yeah. this year. Every it was tank for Tua was the yeah. trending the trending thing. Yeah. Tank for Tua. Um, I still I still have a really high hopes for Tua. I hope mm-hmm. he comes back from that injury, and it'll be in, it'll be really interesting to see what team <coughs> what team drafts Tua and then basically has to give him a year of rehab. I think I, I, I feel like I I was reading that like, oh, he should be okay for camp. I don't know if he's gonna get a year of like I think he will really? be okay to play. It's just like you don't you're gonna want to you want to ease him in. Like yeah, it's just a devastating fire. injury. Yeah, like, um, I, I hope he's. I hope he recovers from it, and hopefully, whoever whoever drafts him can give him the appropriate yeah. time and not rush him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he still has a very high ceiling, but at this time last year, it was tank for Tua, and now it's Joe Burrow kind of yeah. came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere and exactly. Consensus yeah, number one. Right move for Cincinnati. Don't even think about trading it. I was saying it once the once season I'm like Cincinnati's gonna find a way to screw this up. And um, no, you, you don't trade. Um, good yeah. on them for kind of going out and saying that. Um, so let, let, that's kind of those kind of storylines from around the week. Kind of a slow week um, after all the coaching hirings. Um, let's jump into it. We got the Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers um, in the Super Bowl. Kansas City opens up as one and a half point favorites. This was the matchup we all wanted. Um, mm. Just a quick tidbit here from um, Brad Gang in a Bleacher Report, friend of the show here. Um, Chiefs versus 49ers will just be the second Super Bowl this century between two teams that haven't won in 25-plus years. One of these teams are ending a long drought, Warner. Yeah, yeah, and we you brought up that it goes along pretty much the trend lately. The Raptors just got their first championship. Yeah. The Blues broke their curse, got their yeah. first championship in hockey. And the Washington Nationals and the MLB broke their uh, drought. So it, it's a trend that's going to follow in the NFL here, one of yeah. these two teams. Um, it was interesting to me that the line opened up at one and yeah, a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be like pick them at the start. That's what I kind of expected, yeah. actually, to be honest. I, th- and I, think, <laughs> I think this actually will end at a pick them yeah. is, my, is my expectation. So if you like San Fran in this game, I don't know, is it too early to – too early to get your bet in if yeah. you like the, if you want that point and a half because I'm I'm leaning that this is going to end up be closer trend towards the pick'em by kickoff. Yeah, um, I, I was I hearing that if you if you like 49ers now it's time to kind of do it with the one and a half um, point spread. Um, my early thoughts on this game is uh, like it's a stereotypical a dominant offense versus a dominant defense type football game. Um, it reminded me of uh, the Panthers versus uh, Broncos Super Bowl years back um, yeah, with Cam Newton. Oh, yeah exactly versus the, the stud defense um yeah. i think you brought up the seahawks versus broncos super bowl as well yeah, yeah. manning and that offense yeah. was on fire he yeah. set the record for all the touchdown passes mm-hmm. and but actually in both those scenarios the defense exactly. dominated yeah. mm-hmm. dominated um that being said patrick mahomes is just so exciting it's impossible to predict him struggling kind yeah. of like that's why I'm so excited for the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's yet to, he's, yet to he's throw, never out of a game. He's yet to throw a, uh, yet to throw a touchdown uh, or an interception story in the playoffs in his career. So still no yeah. no interceptions in his career. Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game by more than a touchdown. 
in yeah. his entire career. That, think about that. Like he's, he's always he's always it. in it. Yeah. So I think this game's gonna be close. I think I, I hope it's gonna be close. I pray it is. I pray for a good game after last year's <laughs> debacle that was. I can't have another 10 3 Super Bowl. I want to see a good game. Um, and yeah, they did, I said this, this This was kind of a, this was a dream matchup. Um, Dave Richard of CBS Sports talked about on our podcast last weekend. This was, or last week, that was that was a matchup he wanted to see. Um, yeah. And yeah, it all worked out. I, I think, I think NFL, change, NFL fans should be happy. Um, nothing to complain about here. I think this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah it's I, rare. It is actually kind of rare in football to get the two most deserving teams because of that, the format they use where it's one, yeah. one game and you're done in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't get the best the yeah, matchup. Exactly. I think, I legitimately think this is the best matchup <coughs> for the NFL. They, they couldn't have asked for a more exciting. Yeah. And I tweet that out too. I said, if you think about it, um, the, the last, the last half of the season, these two teams are the best teams of football. Yeah. Um, so like they, 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 they it all worked out in the end. Um, yeah, I'm excited. So we're, we'll have a we'll have a Super Bowl preview show um, coming uh, coming next week. Um, we'll dive into it more. But uh, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs, 49ers, That is your Super Bowl, um, and that's it for us today. Thank you for joining and listening in. Um, again, make sure to subscribe and rate on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And I will talk to you next week.